So, retrospectors, what historical events are we ticking off on this week's run of Today in History? Well, Monday is the anniversary of the day Roger first publishes famous thesaurus. Then on Tuesday, we say happy birthday, Mr. Potato Head. On Wednesday, the extraordinary stories of the child soldiers who fought in the American Civil War. On Thursday, how King James changed the word of God. And on Friday, what did spam emails look like in 1978? We discuss this and more on Today in History with the retrospectors. Ten minutes every weekday, wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only F1 podcast that doesn't rely on tired puns to open its Christmas special. We've really reindeered them in. Yeah. It's very Santa of you. I can't do puns. Is he going to get frosty reception? Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only F1 podcast that refuses to bring in a younger replacement simply because its existing presenters aren't performing at their best. Hi. All right, it's not Toro Rosso. Welcome to For Formula One's Sake, the only F1 podcast that takes Russian oil money over number of arms. Topical. <laughs> I'm Chigres, and today from Santa's Grotto in Lapland, we rip apart the 2017 F1 season with our special guest, Five Lives Jack Nichols. We reveal our prestigious Driver of the Year award. Terry delivers his annual Christmas message. There's a quiz and almost no singing whatsoever. That is all to come. Joining me is a man who broke the internet. It's Phil Tromans. Hello, everyone. Yes, I have finally mastered social media. I had a tweet this week, last week, sometime some recently. Did a tweet? Well done. There was a Cambridge paper that forgot to put its headline on the front page, and it just said, 100 point splash heading here, and it went to print. BBC reported it, and underneath their headline wrote, Use this space to give a 100 word character summary. It was very meta. So you pointed out someone's joke. Yes. <laughs> And got the credit for yeah, it. Yeah, I didn't even screenshot it. I literally took a picture of my computer screen with my wow. phone. Wow. 4,000-odd retweets, 10,000 likes. It's because I've got a blue tick next to my name. Um. Have you? Yeah. Have you not? No. Right, can we gloss over this? Because I actually... <laughs> okay. I saw your blue tick, and I went, oh, I'm going to get one of those. And I wrote to Twitter, and they refused me. <laughs> <laughs> and alongside him is a man who saw a celebrity. It is Terry Saunders. I was at the BBC myself this week having a meeting and as I was at the reception a lovely moment of celebrity happened where I was stood next to beloved film star Bill Nye who had just been given his pass and he had been given the wrong pass and then gave it back I'm sorry I'm so sorry you've given me the wrong pass my name's Bill 
Bill Nye. <laughs> and he went, but these other guys are very good looking. <laughs> very lovely. And oh, that was it, really. Then, uh, wow. I've seen Bill Nye twice during I've my travels. I've seen him too. So oh, really? Mm. He's stalking us. I wasn't us. saying it was impressive. I was just... Maybe he's a friend of the podcast. And alongside him is a special guest presenter, a man who claims to know what he is talking about, not like us, and has been to loads of Grand Prixes and therefore should add some much-needed class to proceedings. He did drunkenly agree to come on this podcast, and we held you to it. It is BBC Radio 5 Live's Jack Nichols. Merry Christmas. Oh, good. Get it Happy in there. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Night. No, I was, um, I totally forgot that I'd agreed to come on. That's good. And it was explain. a couple of days later, I was on, on my Twitter DMs, because all these people keep sliding in, you know how it is. Just and um, Yeah, and, uh, and I saw one from Phil, and I clicked it. Totally... Do you, want to, do you want to explain I, the circumstances of under which you agreed to come I don't. I can't remember. <laughs> well, <laughs> luckily. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Let's, okay. I mean, I can't read it. It's genuinely too rude for this podcast, oh, even okay, for this fine. podcast. Okay, fine. But I think you were out with um, with Dario Franchitti. Oh, yes. <laughs> and he'd gone home early. And you were you were unimpressed yes. by his light weightedness. Oh, I, yes, no, I did. Yes, okay, that was, yes. <laughs> we were in a place, this um, restaurant, and it was called Holy Fook. Really nice. cool. Like, But then he left because he's professional and has to get sleep before a sh- program and that kind of thing unbelievable yeah. well I think we chose the right member of the Formula E commentary tri- oh yeah group. definitely he's boring as sim anyway Chica you have been up to much uh, no not really okay. to be honest with you but I'm going to tell you anyway okay. <laughs> have you been watching Detectorists have I fuck I didn't think you would I said he wouldn't. I said he never, yeah, have, yeah. have you heard I've of it? I've never even heard of it. No. I, told, I knew oh, it. I knew it. What a forever. I don't have time for television. I've never heard of it either. Love it. Bloody what brilliant. Is it? So last, so it's a, a series about metal detectorists. It's a comedy. It's a comedy, comedy series. Quite, oh. Don't laugh. It's serious. It's Mackenzie Crook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's good. And, and it's adorable. Anyway, someone. last episode this week. At the end, it was quite. It was beautiful. It was very beautiful. No I thought, no, don't worry, because I imagine you'll go straight home. They fight some metal. What? <laughs> <laughs> and um, at the end, and then I heard this sort of sniffing, and I turned around, and my boyfriend, you know the one, the good, stallion, the stallion, good at uh, good at Formula One predictions, crying. Wow. Yeah, never seen him cry before. At the metal detecting comedy. At the comedy. metal yep. detecting comedy. Starring Gareth from The Office. He will now be known as the weeping stallion. <laughs> <laughs> So we're going to take a slightly different way in this week, and we're going to do the 2017 FF1S Sports Driver Personality of the Year Award. Now this year, 4,492 drivers have driven in an F1 race, so picking a driver to win this prestigious award has been harder than usual. But basically it comes down to the following. Hamilton was his best, Vettel was good, Verstappen was impressive, but let's not forget that Kvyat kept getting fired but Chumba Wumbered back in again and Jolian Palmer got fired now we should have done a poll but we didn't uh, not my fault totally my fault <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot so Jack do you reckon the BBC Sports Personality of the Year do that like some guy in the office just goes shit. oh shit was that my job the next best thing to a poll is Jack so uh, who do you think should be our driver of the year but you need to bear in mind that picking Hamilton Vettel or Verstappen would be really boring so who would you go for? Uh, I, w- I would go for Esteban Ocon, in all seriousness. Really? Yeah, 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 because he's a, he's a tremendous uh, little man, and I think he's done wonderful stuff, and uh, he's very good. But if you had to pick out of Kvyat or Palmer... <laughs> I'd pick, I, would, I would pick Palmer. Why, why would that be? Well, Just because uh, it puts us in a really awkward position. <laughs> well, I said to, I said to <laughs> Philip, I thought about 
seeing if I could get Jolien to come and just like walk in through this curtain oh, here God. and go, hello, everybody. <laughs> but I, did, I thought that would be a bit awkward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, uh, I'd pick Palmer over Kvyat. Kvyat's failed a l- time and time again, whereas Palmer only sort of <laughs> failed once. It's just for he a really long once. time. He failed every single race. Well... Yeah. But he didn't but get he once. didn't get better and go back down to uh, fair he, he went down to he just he stuck. He to his got guns. better at the end. Spa this year, he would have outqualified Hulkenberg, but his car broke down. He was quicker in every practice <laughs> oh, session. Yeah. Would have. Yeah. I know. I know. It's unlike <laughs> the Julian Palmer fanboy. His best <laughs> ever result one. in the race before he was last or something like his penultimate race. Yeah, exactly. He's got he's, sixth. Yeah, or something. yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Well, maybe we've had it wrong. All right, I might be too. Okay, Palmer. Palmer's our driver of the I'm year. Just I'm over, sorry. I'm just we have, over Kvyat. We have That's a guest my... in. We have a guest in. You guys. Oh, actually, no. It's a really good one. Palmer. No. Well, I'm sticking to my guest. Look, Phil has been pissed off all year that Kvyat was our driver of the year last yeah. year. Yeah, because that was ridiculous. We were all, everyone listening was pissed off. What? When yeah, you picked Kvyat we as your driver of the year. I don't think Kvyat was. <laughs> <laughs> we gave that's him. why I said everyone yeah. listening. That's <laughs> the, that's the. Well, at least he that's managed. He's got. <laughs> at least he managed to get that trophy. Oh my god, that's going to be awful. A, I forgot to send him a trophy, <laughs> and B, he'll probably listen to this episode to be like, I wonder if they're going to choose me. I need, I need some good news before I top <laughs> and myself. He lost <laughs> okay, so that is decided then. The FF1S Sports Driver Personality of the Year Award is. Jolian Palmer. You just need to forget about the last 24 episodes about all the things we've said. Yeah, it's fine. I think the internet will have no trouble <laughs> accepting him. <laughs> you know. What right. a guy. Mm. I feel like I've caused trouble. I feel <laughs> no, like no, I've caused trouble. It's very fine. tense now in here. It's fine. Don't worry about it. It's fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> Next year's book. <laughs> <laughs> so no episode would be complete without a trip to Listener's Corner. You've hung around all year. So it's only fair that we turn to you, our loyal and often scary audience, to find out what your highlights of 2017 were. Tristan Clayton says that his highlight of F1 in 2017 was re-watching the 98 Belgian Grand Prix. It's not in the spirit of things, Tristan. It was a good race, though. Mm. It was a good race. For Cass Fox, it was Jolien Palmer making himself look like a twat throughout the season. Can I we mean, say I that think now? we're being Can a bit unfair. Can we say that? Cass Fox. Our driver of the year. So also, also, we haven't said Jolien any point throughout the season Is until now. Joylers. <laughs> Joyce. Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Jolien. So, so, I'd literally ask, do you, so you, you, you're friends with him, you'd say, your mates. I would. Uh, I would. Fred, do you have his number? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when was? Yeah. Have you been in touch with him since he got fired? Um. Ooh, some friend. No. Well, this is the thing. No, I would say we we don't we don't meet up outside of Formula One. I think and I. So no, he can't meet up. So I think I sent. <laughs> I never see him again. So I think I sent him a message when he got confirmed for 2017, saying "Good stuff, chap," or something <laughs> equally. That's how, that's how Brits talk. Yeah. You a 1940s fighter pilot? Would, would you be prepared to text him now, just a kind of innocuous <gasps> "Happy Christmas, <gasps> Happy Christmas, mate" message? Uh, I'm here with some I, of your fans. I don't. I <laughs> no, don't. It's fine. No, so we're not fr- like. So Sorry, my first checking. ever live commentary on television was with he was my co-commentator in 2011. Oh, wow. So like, you know. Okay, so, so you're, we you're have pally. a we have work a together. Yeah. friendship. No, we don't. I said a that professional wrong. relationship. Yeah, we have a relationship, and we get on. And at a race, I'll chat to him for a while, whereas I won't Anymore. chat to Lewis Hamilton for a while. 
Why? Oh, really? Because you, did, well, you can't chat can't to Lewis. Whereas Julian Palmer. Yeah, maybe not the Julian most Palmer hectic still, of schedules. He, he still lives in the UK, for God's sake. Scott on Twitter says, The best is clearly the continuing adventures of all things Ocon. I may have fallen in love. Also, watching Leclerc utterly dominate and decimate the F2 field. Ocon's been great. He has he's been lovely. lovely. He, seems not, he seems nice. Is he nice? He oh, he's seems lovely. Nice. He's he lovely. Really nice. down to earth. Despite being tall, is he? <gasps> we nice? said that. Yeah, we said really that tall. he was tall. Is he like Hulkenberg tall? I'd say he's probably yeah, same same as same as Hulkenberg. I think he he Iron Hulkenberg probably in a line of probably the same height. So probably six foot one or two or something like that. He doesn't it's look like that. Man. But hang on, I was always told 190 like, centimeters. If you want to be, I was always whatever. told I couldn't be a Formula One driver because I was too tall. I'd block the airbox. <laughs> and you didn't have your driving license. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Details. But complete lack of spatial you know, awareness. I just presumed that's why I never gave it a go. Just think what could have been. I know. We could have been here giving you driver of the year. Yeah. I could have got, got a text <laughs> from you. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if the world, but we wouldn't be friends. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jamie Ricketts. Love the pre-race driver briefings. So much sass from the drivers towards Charlie slash each other. It was a massive bitch fest, wasn't it? They're just all sitting there going, yeah, actually, uh, I think you'll find that Perez stole someone's lunch. To be fair, Perez is a bully, and yeah, I, very good I would bitch tires, about though. him. Very good on his tyres. Adam Thomas's highlight of the year was, we hoped that Kubica would return to F1, but his lowlight of the year was finding out that Kubica will probably not return to F1. Well, we'll talk about that later. And as it's the end of the season, we will extend or reprofile Listener's Corner by chucking some of your comments in as we go through the year. Let's get into it. Twenty seventeen, let's do the year in review month by month. We'll start off <laughs> with January. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Whoa. January saw Terry Saunders' latest birthday, and as it turns out, Keith Chegwin's last, but in <laughs> oh, F1. Chica! <laughs> Jesus, Chica! Jesus Christ! But in the F1 world, the race of champions showed that Vettel was on form and up for it, and sexy Pascal Verline would start the season on his back. Ross Braun and Sean Bratches join F1 management and Lewis Hamilton proves that he never reads internet comments about himself by asking fans to design his helmet. <laughs> Jack. The, I think the big one was Pascal Verlaine on his, on his head, wasn't it? I mean, that was an incredible crash. I don't know how... It was him and Massa crashed. I don't know how they managed to crash into each other because they should have been nowhere near each other. I think that's what happens if you put Verlaine and Massa on a track together. You know, It's, <laughs> it's not going to end well, is it? Mm. But, um, but then you had that weird thing of... He said, oh, yeah, I've got a bit of an ache in my neck. And then he didn't do the races. Well, they didn't. And then eventually they posted these pictures of him in, like, in all this get-up. Well, at the in time, they just... Like, strapped up to... And he was just going, oh, I've got a bit of an ache. It was weird. At so the time, they said, he, oh, no, yeah, it's fine. He, he, he emerged unscathed. And we were yeah. like, oh, OK, fine. Well, it's just a little bit of hilarity, but... Did Lewis's helmet thing happen? Yes. Did he design a helmet? Yeah, do you not so remember? Basically, I think some guy... Ago. I'm very old. I did we say... design it? Because no, we, we designed an engine Did we not send something in? I definitely sent something in, yeah. Well, I don't think it, it would have made it didn't the cut. Won. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that I want to say the guy was Brazilian that won it, and it yeah. just looked like a design that would be the same as any other design he had, but with a bit more white on it. He so just is went it through all the helmets and thought, I'll just get one who's drawn mine. Yeah, yeah. And then, he had, and then I've still got mine, and yeah. I've still done the competition. Was it? Wasn't it like a hashtag thing where you could just like look at the entries because there was a lot of just dicks and sperm <laughs> yeah. just, really? just everywhere. Really? It was just like, come on. 
I'd have liked to have now. seen him adopt a helmet design that was just his head but bigger. Well, so you know, like he just wasn't wearing you know, a helmet. You know my theory that all helmets should be totally perspex so you can see their faces yeah. maybe magnified. It's similar to what Valentino Rossi did in MotoGP a few years ago. He just had his head, his face going wee on the top. So whenever the bike came towards you, it looked like he was just going wee. Or their actual oh, face cut off. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> and then like they just had a laying over accident. the top. Like, like in the film Face Off. Like, what, they look the, like John Travolta. John Travolta. <laughs> Every helmet should be John Travolta. Right, on that note, February. February is launch time and the teams eschew the Spice Girls at the Royal Albert Hall and instead go for the glamour of sliding away some tarpaulin to reveal that the Toro Rosso looks the best and someone at McLaren had picked up the wrong can of orange paint. Testing starts. Mercedes looks great. The Ferrari's probably fast and all of McLaren Honda are hugely relieved that the car colour is the least of their problems. Jack, best F1 car livery ever. Toro Rosso. I think really? I said that. I think I s- might have said it at the time. Like I, so I get little models of cars oh. sometimes, As do and I. I think, and I think I might. Usually, ones that are special to me, like my first F1 winner. I have a little one of Hamilton and all of that. But I think I committed to getting a Toro Rosso one. I haven't got it yet, but but I th- it's just again? beautiful. It's just and as the way, season yeah? went on, it kind of. I didn't well. really like it as much, and it just looked like a Red Bull can. It didn't. It, but it, at the, the time, in, the was initial like, oh impact God. was what? very impressive. Yeah. But they, you know, they say you know a, a winning car is a beautiful car. Maybe the opposite is true. Mm. Well, what about Red Bull though? Because I thought oh, they had Red the Bull mats, the yeah, matte paint, smart. didn't they? Yeah, yeah. smart. Do you think they'll do it again? But again, the novelty wore off quite quickly. <laughs> I don't know. I think Sal- Salba was quite exciting actually, Jesus wasn't it? Because it was blue and gold, mm. not grey. Well, yeah. there was, was that. But then they, the annoying thing about the liveries is that. Before all the liveries come out, there are people on the internet who put on their concept liveries yeah. up, and they're always way better than the real ones. And I don't know why they don't just hire the guys on the internet. You're a graphic designer, yep. supposedly. Yep. Why, why are they all bad? Why are they all bad? Like, surely, what? It doesn't make really, sense that they're all bad. There's lots of fiddly bits. I think. It's, I think it's. Isn't it just corporate? Isn't it just because of sponsors? It's isn't probably it some sponsor saying, "No, we need this much space." You can't have. What's so mm-hmm. McLaren? Oh, McLaren sponsors. <laughs> yeah, that today. I mean, what did McLaren think of going? We're going to go back to the uh, papyroids that made us famous, but, but not, not that quite. One. <laughs> <laughs> when you first saw the McLaren, was there a kind of general in the paddock kind of what the fuck this are they is, doing? Yeah, because maybe not quite that phraseology I wouldn't <laughs> have used, but you have that whole. They were doing this whole. Oh, it's going to be a bit orange. They were doing tweets yeah. going, "Oh, might be a bit orange," and we go, "Oh, it's going to be in orange." And then it was a bit. Or- but what? It was the wrong it orange. Was half heart- it was so half hearted. It was the wrong orange, and it was mostly black, which McLaren has never been black. Yeah. What's the point? What a are you doing? Conspicuous lack of sponsors on it. And then yeah. for the Indy 500, they get the right orange. And, and we're like, so you fucking had it. You had it there. <laughs> yeah. It was bloody there. Yeah. End of April, they went down home base with a colour matching. <laughs> yeah. But aside from home base trips, yeah. more importantly, I would say Palmer. Oh, yeah. Supremely confident at this point. He said, I've got a quote here, it's quite long, so bear with me. He was very confident, wasn't he? He said, I have a 20 Grand Prix under my belt, which means a decent amount of experience. I know the team pretty well, and Renault is a manufacturer. I've got a Clio. So I start my year. (laughs) Don't diss Clios. I put that bit in, that's square brackets. I I start my year far ahead of where I began in 2016. I know what to expect from the season ahead, and I'm confident I can hit the ground running. I should be better in every way. Should we hang on to that quote for later in the season? He was better in every way. That's the really depressing Except thing. Except for being employed. <laughs> <laughs> and 
And he was up against. Okay, I know I'm going to sound blah blah blah. No, right, but he you... was up against Hulkenberg, who's like proper good instead of suck my balls. Just so, you're like, sorry, what? sorry. So, <laughs> oh, sure, sorry. I think that was a more difficult challenge. So you think that? Uh, he still. I'm Magnuson... not just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, look, Hulkenberg had a pole position once. He did, but you know, suck my balls isn't too bad. Magnuson's not that bad, is he? No, he's not bad. And he's well, but Palmer though. matched him last year. Well, this is interesting. I, I don't want to get bumped. I feel like I'm turning this into the Palmer podcast. <laughs> no, you're it not turning been. it into that. It has been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as well as Palmer, testing gets underway in Barcelona. Verline, so he, he wasn't there because of his, his poor old neck. Yes, and it suddenly became clear that maybe all wasn't as well. His sexy neck. And swan-like neck. <laughs> oh, such a neck. Um, <laughs> he could break your arm with that neck. <laughs> oh, if only, if only. And so we had Giovinazzi came in, didn't he? He did mm. well, didn't he? Yeah, no, yeah. no opportunity for puns on his name. Nope. But he's sexier say. than Verline. Do you think so? Do you not think so? God, Do you no. remember what he looks like? Uh, he's got a helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually a big beef of mine with modern Formula One. What helmet? Is that you don't fucking helmets. <laughs> Nobody wants to know about your big beef. Shitted helmet. I want open face helmets again so you can see that. No, when I was a if kid. If you had the halo, you don't need a helmet, surely. That's my. That, that's the other thing. I, th- I think I think this could go full windscreen. What's they call it? The shield. <laughs> the windscreen. <laughs> and no helmets. That would be better. Yeah. But when I was a kid, I used to be a lot more aware of what all the drivers looked like. And now I don't feel like you see them enough. This is You're looking at me like it's my no. Uh, I'm just looking at you as, for a radio broadcaster. <laughs> yeah. It's why my do we fault have we their don't faces? show you the faces enough? Okay. You could describe their faces more. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> March. It's March. <laughs> Gold. <laughs> the 2017 F1 season and Article 50 are triggered. One will turn out to be a long drawn out campaign in which Britain comes out on top. The other is Article 50. Hey! As a statement of intent, a German man wins the first race of the season in an Italian car. Well, Ferrari looked good. Mm. It was all going to be a Ferrari thing, wasn't it? It was all going to be exciting. Yeah. Ferrari won a race. After, after Even they yeah. said that. They were looking good in testing as well, if I recall. Mm. Wasn't Raikkonen fastest in the, the final the final? You didn't test. really believe it. Well, we, Did I mean, you? You, you know what I mean? Know. You kind of really go, know. oh, okay, Ferrari are fastest, really but nah. But then Australia comes, and boom, that yes. wins. And you're like, oh. Also, I believed it because Ferrari were like, oh, that was, oh, we didn't expect that. Like, they true. played they it were, down. They were playing it But didn't they have, they've done this thing this year where they've not been talking to people. Is that right with Ferrari? They've, yeah. They've it not developed been very, over, it got worse say, did that over start the year. When did that start? It majorly went when old Dominicali went because he'd talk to anyone. He was the sort of mm. Christian Honor of the world where, you know, you just couldn't just you could talk go to him away. In, in the race, talking. you could talk to him. You know, yeah. Um, but this year it got quite bad with old Arriva Bene and, and a new PR person that came in. and that So you never really spoke to them. But as you say, the last couple of years, they'd be like a, two seconds off but still be going, oh, we're going to win. Yeah. And then be, but then it was suddenly the other way around. Mm. And that was a bit suspicious. And then they won the race. They mm. did. We got the we got the first glimpse of the new fat tyres. Yeah. And the race was quite boring. Yeah. I can't. I remember. We've been. I've been going through the races on Wikipedia, and oh. I can't remember any of them. I was about to say Alonso crashed, but that was the year before, wasn't it? Thank and you. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just remember that it was a first glimpse of the tyres, and we thought, and because it, it was such a boring race, we thought this is going to be crap. Yeah. And Hamilton led, didn't he? Hamilton led. Can't remember. Oh, Do you remember? Can't remember. He came second, so. <laughs> He but they, they, they switched badly. places. Now, Hamilton was on pole, that's was for it? sure. And then they like chased each other for ages. Yep. And then there might have been a safety car or something. No. <laughs> and then some. And then Vettel. Whatever happened, it wasn't like they disappeared up the road. It was like quite a nice fight. 
I do, I have the vaguest recollection of sort of having that sort of, yes, new season kind of feeling and settling down in front of the TV and after about sort of 15 minutes going, maybe I'll put the kettle on. Well, don't forget, <laughs> as a British viewer, the pressure is on because you've got to get up at like five in the but morning. that makes it like a proper event. It's like, yeah, yes. But when, and it's but too late now because like now it's only five. It used to be... 3.30 no, exactly. yeah, yeah. And, and, but the thing is then when the race starts and it's boring and you're tired mm. because you've got up at, in the middle of the night that's when it really starts to get draining where you're just like no this is the first race of the season this is the thing I love fuck this is boring yeah. April April is traditionally the month of April showers hence the name April showers and for this podcast the showers came from Terry as Pascal Verlein returned to action <laughs> yes I was jizzing everywhere <laughs> Good old Pascal. <laughs> Does he mention me at all? Yeah, he said, oh, I'd like to thank my fans on one occasion. Oh, yeah. So that must have been you. <laughs> Jack, who do you think is the best looking F1 driver? <sighs> From a purely, you know. Say there's a guy who was born in Horsham. Yeah, he's, got go. these, he's got this sort of South London vibe. He puts the whore in Horsham <laughs> yeah. and the sham in Horsham. It's Steve Jones. Well, oh, that's wow, true. Yeah. I tell he you. Is, yeah. He is. Like, so honestly, yeah. like, yeah. when I met him, for the first time, you go, okay, that's why I'm not a TV presenter. I was in the like, same... That is charisma. Mm. That is just... He's just got this face, and it's like... Yeah. Ugh. No, I can back that up, because I was in the same room as him once many years ago, and I was just looking at him thinking, somehow you've been Photoshopped, yeah. but you're here. Yeah, you're yeah, stood yeah. in front of me, and you've yeah. actually got it's some like augmented kind of... reality yeah. of some sort. So do you want to do the races? Or should we do yeah, there were some races. So we had Chinese Grand Prix. What happened there? Uh, Giovinazzi Crash. Oh, was, yeah, was that the one where that's the one where he crashed see? repeatedly, wasn't it? Was that? Was that? Yeah, yeah. The, he was. Mike. He, he was sorry, looking. Sorry. You'll, you'll, you'll learn yeah, it by yeah, the end yeah, of this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, didn't Giovinazzi just totally blow his chances? He was looking moderately good for a bit, and then. Well, Melbourne, everyone was really excited because he looked really good, yeah. mm-hmm. and then the, he just crashed a lot. Weren't there even talks that he was <laughs> Verline wasn't going to come back? Was that a thing, or I just made that up? I can't remember. It's a long time ago. Was that just in your worst, worst, your lowest moments? <laughs> you know, I've always thought, like, next year, Pascal, he's got a lot of spare he's, time in his he's hands. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. He you're can do the to, podcast every week. You're gonna oh, have to my find God. A, you're going to have to find a new... Uh, new love. Object. More on that later. Um, <laughs> Verstappen was also extremely... That's a feature. <laughs> extremely impressive in that race as well, wasn't he? Yes. 16th to 3rd. Yeah, no, that was good. Mm. Oh, his uh, opening lap in the wet. Tremendous. Was majestic, wasn't it? Yeah, I Majestic. mean, I think we're all big fans of Verstappen on this podcast, and that we, did nothing Terry? to. Uh, Just because I think he's overrated doesn't mean you can gang up on me because you've got an extra person you must, here. You must think he's come of age this year, though. He's look. He's, I totally agree. Look, he's into fine. his first win and stuff. He is a perfectly competent driver. <laughs> Excuse me, you, we have a guest here, and you, you usually slag him off so much. I just, you know, I think Chica, that's a bit unfair. It's Christmas Day. Totally true. We're all ha- the family's here. <laughs> is this what you're like with your family? Are you there going? Oh, normally you think Uncle Frank's a. <laughs> <laughs> you should, you should hear my mother. There's though. no way to talk about Sir Williams. Oh, we got onto that. Has my film review made it again? Yeah, no, that was all. What the review of the film? Well, the review. Oh. <laughs> And if you want to listen to that, our archive <laughs> yeah, is available yeah, yeah, yeah. on uh, iTunes, Acast, and your favourite uh, podcast programme. Right, Bahrain, what happened there? Pascal was back. Yay! Hamilton blocked Ricardo in the pits and got a penalty. This means nothing to me. I can't remember any oh, of No, this. I do remember that. Yeah. Jesus, what, do what was what? I doing? <laughs> well, Pascal was back, so... Oh, I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> but Fettel won. Hamilton was second. Yep. So Fettel won again. Mm. And Bottas was on pole. He was. Oh, and yes. that was the thing, because that, that was the first time everyone went, oh, he's all right, isn't he? Yeah. He's going to be a genuine title contender, we thought to ourselves. Didn't Hamilton's DRS break? 
yeah, down probably. the back straight. I that think. sounds about that right. That was his excuse. That, that was, was his excuse. That's how I remembered it. Russia. What happened in Russia? Oh. So I do remember that one because that was the one that Bottas did really won. well. He but won. He won. Hamilton it. was a bit off, wasn't he? He yeah. was a bit off. He was pace. largely anonymous. Which made you think, oh, is this going to be one of those? Although he did still finish fourth. fourth. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but finished fourth out of the four cars the end that yeah. are notable. For Hamilton, that's that's yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah, he, finished, he basically finished last. But more importantly than who won, Palmer. He crashed on his first lap. Do you remember that? Nope. Yeah, no Yeah, idea. did you really? Yeah. Do you text him? <laughs> <laughs> also in this month, Alonso announces that he's going to skip Monaco and do the Indy 500 in a McLaren Honda, and nothing can go wrong. Let's just step back a second and think how big a news that was. That's the first mm. time in a long time that something like that has happened in Formula 1. It was pretty. It was a pretty big deal. It was, it was. I was massively excited about this. I was very surprised. I thought this was great. Yeah. I was very surprised, but I thought it was brilliant because... When I first started watching F1, late 80s, early 90s, you would have Nigel Mansell doing British touring cars. And then you look back way in the past, you know, when you sort of look into the history of F1, you have Jim Clark doing everything, you know, doing F2 races and then jumping into F1. I mean, let's not talk about Jim Clark's F2 races, but yeah, you... Um, out, yeah, <laughs> But the theory, the theory was out. And out. I thought it was I mean, a brilliant a good reason to stop <laughs> yeah, doing that, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> You know, who was the last Formula 1 driver who did some other extracurricular activities? I think it was Robert Kubica. <laughs> so, you know, maybe there's an argument for just doing Formula 1 races and not fucking about. I was listening to FF1S when I found out about Alonso. Oh, that's your fact of the day. Did we break it? No, you didn't oh. break it. Like, <laughs> I'm not that far behind the news. But I was actually reading it. So the BBC's F1 guy, Andrew Benson, he broke it. But he didn't tell me. He didn't oh. tell anyone. Except the web, so I was doing a run, and because I, I used to run because I was, had a wedding coming up, I've stopped the running now. But anyway, that's a different story. Was it your? Wedding? And I was on my run listening. To, yeah, it was my own wedding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just not. Yeah, just really tight. I'm gonna get fit for and someone else's wedding. And I'm listening to FF1S because it keeps me going, you know. And then my phone pings BBC Sport news alerts. Oh. Alonso to do the Indy 500. Oh. And I felt like I should have known that before the BBC yeah. sent out the. So I then I had a bit. So I had to run home faster than usual because I had to do all this stuff because it was quite a big story was but there anything else in April nope, uh, shout May then I think May hey. the merry month of Theresa May was all about her disastrous election and Fernando Alonso not winning the Indy 500 there were also a couple of Grand Prix one in a tax haven although it says haven't here oh, which yeah. I like also correct. <laughs> yeah, it was in Portsmouth <laughs> What happened? So we had we had the Spanish Grand Prix, which was wasn't that the Grand Prix where there was some tiny boy in the stands? <laughs> I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I know. I thought I thought it was. A That's amazing. It's almost like I'd mentioned it in the previous race, thinking it was then, and it probably got cut out by Matt because I'd messed everything. <laughs> I don't up. think that's fair. But that felt like the first kind of Liberty Media having their. They're kind of thumb no, on guys with no. binoculars. Thumb on the pulse, finger no. on the pulse. Oh. What is it? That Chica's was got Ferrari being a little suck up. That's no, what it was. It, it was, was not it? Ferrari. No. no way. No it fucking was. way. You think Ferrari are that good at PR? <laughs> it was a woman who works for FOM called Joanne. Joanne. Oh. Who's who said? Oh, would to, to said to her boss Luca. Luca Colliani, you may remember him. Luca de Montezemolo. <laughs> Luca Colliani used to be the press guy at Ferrari. He lived all those years yeah. ago. Now he lives on the anyway, second floor. So Joanne, this woman from Formula One management, she then said, "Oh, wouldn't it be great if we could get this kid a paddock pass?" And they found out the cameraman and got the cameraman to like count down the rows of like A, B, C, D or whatever. And then they went and got him, and then they brought him in, and it was very nice. That's very so impressive. So it was F O M. Formal management, not Ferrari. So it was essentially uh, liberty, is what we're saying. Yes, fundamentally. There we go. And there was a race as well going on, apparently. Yeah, but they banged uh, wheels. Pardon? 
Hamilton and Vettel. Um, oh, I can't is remember. That the, is that what, the one that Vettel well, was a bit of a <laughs> Vettel was like, what was that about? Even though it was totally his fault. Is that, is that the one or is that another one? I think that, that was all a of lot was, of them. No, that <laughs> was all of them. Yeah, that was most, most races. Now, this was one. He took the lead at the start, didn't he, Vettel? But then Mercedes had a better strategy and yeah. got ahead and won. Ricardo okay. got a podium. Australian. Way back. Oh, yeah. Monaco. <laughs> Monaco. Monaco, as Sterling Moss says. And he's right. He know. Yeah, he fell so, down the lift shaft. <laughs> Monaco was where we saw... The best thing about that, you know, he says, I don't blame the lift. It's not It's not the lift's fault. It wasn't there. <laughs> That's his line. It's magnificent. That's amazing. Bless what a guy. Him. Well, Monaco was a damp squib, wasn't it? it was Monaco's just, always a damp squib. But it was especially damp squib because we were all waiting for the Indy 500. The only good no. thing about Monaco, right. The only good thing about Monaco is all the glitz and glamour around it, which is quite interesting. The history, which is quite interesting. And one specific camera shot as they come into the swimming pool where they go where they go left, right, and it looks brilliant. The rest of it, boring as sin. Button was back. That was exciting. That was exciting. Button was bored. He didn't did you did you speak to Button that weekend? I think I I think I was more bored than him about yeah. Button being back. He did he not, did not really. seem yeah, like he cared. He gave Pascal a face full of rubber. Well there's two worlds colliding there. Um <laughs> <laughs> but he got him on his side. The recovery well, position. I, <laughs> <that's>, I, <laughs> is that what you call it? Yes. Is that what you call it? So that takes us nicely to the second race of that very day, the Indy 500, which used to be an F1 race. It oh, did. did it? Yeah, in the 50s. Never knew that. Yeah, 10 years. I knew Championship it. race. But sometimes the F1 drivers wouldn't do it. Yeah. So all of a sudden you'd have Bobby Hicks. Why wouldn't he do have it? 10 point. The Americans <laughs> would have their own special cars for going mm-hmm. around in a circle. And the F1 guys would go, well, there's no point going, because we're not going to win, because we've designed it for corners, so yeah. what's and the point? bloody dangerous. Well, that as well. It was all dangerous I mean, back then. It was all dangerous back then. But now, now we're back to being interested again, because you've got, I mean, you had major F1 luminaries taking part, as well as Fernando Alonso. Whose car broke down. Whose car broke down. You had Takuma Sato, who won the bloody race. Mm. And Max Chilton did well. He did. He almost, he, he was, was looking good for a bit. Before that he race, he was, a, he was a palmer in my eyes. Palmer in my eyes. Um, <laughs> do you think Palmer could do the Indy 500? Do you think he'll go there? Uh, I d- uh, what is he going to do? Uh, yeah. I don't know. He was looking at... Uh, Te- a, text him. What? <laughs> <laughs> he probably wants to race something else. Okay. Like the Indy 500? Go. Possibly. That's the kind of indecisive stuff we got you in for. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. You've heard the podcast we do. But the Indy 500 was amazing. It was great. It was boring. It's what? really boring. But you get, it was... I don't get oval racing. I just so... But, Goodness me, when they crash, do they crash? It's fucking unreal. Oh, I mean, we all, who was we, that dude who crashed? Was it Dixon? I mean, that narrows it down. No, it was Scott, Scott, it was Dixon. Scott Dixon, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's terrifying. Unbelievable. A That's a crash. I don't because yeah. I don't find Formula One scary to watch. You know, it can Not be anymore, scary. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But the Indy 500 is one of those things where you any any oval Indy racing, you just kind of the have moment to they get loose around eyes. the corner, you're thinking, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Wasn't there um, a woman in it as well? There's there been was several women. I don't know if there was a woman in this one. There was. There was. There was a British woman. Oh, Pippa, Pippa Man. Pippa. Yeah, she was in it. Oh, yeah. Yes. My favourite thing was Scott Dixon's sponsor. His main is Camping World. <laughs> that's a proper sponsor. That's a good old fashioned. You know, that's not. <laughs> yeah. Oh, IBM or whatever it is in Formula One. You want yeah. Mrs. Megan's pies or something sponsoring you? June. In June, the earliest ever evidence of Homo sapiens were unearthed by archaeologists. The remains are 300,000 years old and answer to the name of Felipe Massa. <laughs> I also turned 27, exactly half the age of Terry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa that's not quite right. 
I think so we're literally the same age. So you, you yeah, yeah, yeah. literally, yeah. wow. So we were yeah. in the same school year. We were at the same school, actually. Oh, were we? Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. Yeah. Didn't you go to university with Joe? You, you went to an all-girls school. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why it's awkward. <laughs> uh, I was actually at uni with Jolie and Palmer. It's a really cool age to be. Terry, we are really old. You're really old. F1 is dominated by Hamilton in Canada and then by Road Rage in Azerbaijan. Okay, this is the first bit of the season where it got properly interesting, oh. wasn't it? Yeah. The old Baku bashing. Well done, Baku. Mm. I can't remember now. It was a bit of a boring race up until that, wasn't it? I think it was, Vettel you know, just lost it, But then, he? that moment... Under the safety car. The Vettel anger. comes around the corner, finds Hamilton has slowed down, as is his absolute prerogative. And I mean, let's go. I mean, it's all very well and well and fair to be like, oh, Hamilton's doing nothing wrong, but he was being a bit cheeky. Well, wasn't you're he? entirely allowed. If you're I in mean, the, if you're, you're trying cheeky. to fake people out to get the restart, he's you're allowed, allowed to be to cheeky. That. But he fine. was, he was being a bit of a dick. That's that, fine. That's been lost in the commentary. I feel over the months. <laughs> he did definitely <laughs> piss Vettel off. I don't think anybody's accused Hamilton of being a dick. Also, before, I'm not sure if you said that at the time. Oh, at the time, I was. <laughs> it was Verstappen's focused fault. on Verstappen and Palmer. I didn't even notice. <laughs> But yeah, then he fucking lost it. it. He lost completely it. went bonkers. In an embarrassing and unforgivable way, I think. But is completely fair. hilarious and engrossing. Amazing. I wasn't there. I never saw it. You're, You're not there. there. Why not? So, initially, they had the, the Azerbaijan Grand Prix the weekend before. It's clashing with Le Mans. Long story short... I was going to Glastonbury <laughs> and then they changed the race and it was sort of my honeymoon sort of thing so I said it was my honeymoon and so yeah so I was while no, you were all fine. watching Azerbaijan I was watching Foo Fighters Ed Sheeran yeah uh, no it would have been Ed Sheeran Foo's was Saturday night yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so what was better so there we go what was better Ed Sheeran or Azerbaijan I was quite impressed with Ed Sheeran. I didn't realise the loopy stuff he did. And then he did the loopy stuff. And I was like, oh, actually, Ed that's Sheeran, quite right? cool. You know, yeah, Ed Sheeran. We're talk- Formula One is the loopy the stuff, isn't it? about <laughs> Sebastian Vettel, I think. He did but, all the loopy um, stuff. Yeah. But no, but Vettel's... I mean, Vett- I think he got off incredibly lightly. He that just, should have been a race ran- Yeah. Like, you ram a person... Mm, twice. No, to go home. That's yeah. go home. I, I mean, don't. when Grosjean did that thing a few years ago, what, where accidentally he in, in Spa, where he no, yeah. well, no, in yeah, Spa, yeah. where he took out everybody accidentally, accidentally, and he got a race ban. I'd say at the very least he should have got a race ban, and I think I said yeah. that at the time. But you probably it's did. water under the bridge now, and now it just seems hilarious rather than potentially lethal. But then let's not forget how crazy, <laughs> stupid that race was with Hamilton's headrest yeah. thing no. coming up. Just it was like, like a comedy of errors. Just, oh, every time you speed up, it's uh, rising up. So can you maybe not go quickly? <laughs> Or put your hand down like as a mattress on a motorway. <laughs> Just hold it down. It's all right. We'll get there soon. Don't worry. We've been to IKEA. <laughs> so yeah, we, we shouldn't forget that before all that nonsense, we're Canada. Ryan McLean said Patrick Stewart doing a shoey is the moment of the season. I oh, totally disagree. Wow, shoeys were Ugh. old quick. I don't. I just Did that start this season or was it last season? It was last I think season, it was this. Was it this season? season? I mean, it does seem ancient history now, thankfully. Well, the thing I don't get. I asked Daniel Ricard after he did his first shoey, wherever it was. I asked him. I think it was the next race. It was in Japan or something like that. And I said, "Are you going to do? A sh- what are the shoey oh, criteria?" Season, yeah. It, yeah. What are the shoey criteria? Is that every time you're on the podium? Because uh, every time you win a race, what if you win fifty races? Oh no! Only on special occasions, mate. Ripper. 
<laughs> I thought he was Australian. I thought he was in the oh. room. <laughs> <laughs> but now he just seems to do it all the time, and I don't think but it's to cool. Retire, we're just down the paddock. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah in hospitality, exactly. he's just he's there. He's in yeah. there. He has his little pasta, and then he has his little <laughs> shoe. I mean, to be fair, he's not been on the podium for a little while, has he? So you know, the shoe has died a yeah. death because of him. But I would say to his to his defence. Mm. At least two of the shoeys were not at his best. I think Brundle yeah. did one of the podium where he's like, "Am I going to do a shoey now?" And I was like, "No." He's like, "I think I'm going to do a shoey." <laughs> oh, all right. All right all, Hold me back, guys. Yeah. Oh, God, you know, I only get one night off a year. Come on. Yeah. And um, and then look what happened to Brundle a couple of months later. Then he had a massive medical emergency. <laughs> massive medical emergency. <laughs> so when Brundle was ill, do you have a little moment of? Uh, Here's my chance. Uh, no, because n- no, because um, Crofty was fine. Yeah, but you could have still. You know. I could have, st- but but not nah, not nah. Not some really. of that, some of that sweet Sky money. It's more of a well, no, I not well. I take Sky's money for the Porsche Super Cup. I'm sure you've all been tuning in over the course of the uh, year. I actually, I have yeah. Porsche genuinely are have super. Seen a yeah, so yeah. exactly. It's a yeah. it's a it's a Super Cup. Now I sound like I'm saying I'll I'll, I'll work for Sky. Sky, that's fine. if I mean, you're listening, that's what we spent every month. They're not. They're not. Doing. It's fine. <laughs> that's why you started this whole venture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sky, it's, it's not going well. Not going well at all. Back to Azerbaijan. Back to Baku. What we haven't talked about is the fact yeah. that Stroll actually got a podium. Yeah. Star of the future. We thought at the time that this could be a sign of things. To did we? Come. No. Well, oh, I did. I think. I mean, I haven't gone back but and listened to that episode, wrong. but it, nah. my memory is, it was one of those races where everybody fucked up, and <laughs> he was deeply impressive by not fucking up. Not to have a go at him because uh, you know it does he, look like quite a tricky circuit. In fairness, he, he didn't fuck up where everyone else was, and that's that's good. Three times this year, you've gone, oh yeah, okay, stroll. The first one was. Whatever came first, Baku or Montreal. <laughs> Great, yep. Montreal and, uh, just. Montreal, and he got some oh, points. two consecutive races. He got some points. Yeah. And you go, okay, yeah. you got some points. Maybe you're not just Baku, the oh, you got a podium. Okay, Massa was in front of you still, yeah. and mm-hmm. then had some trouble or you something. Probably, probably should have got second. But, but. Yeah, 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 exactly. But let's not get bogged down in that. Maybe you're all right. Monza qualified second, I think, in the rain. I know that's the future. Sorry for so getting what? our tenses no, no, confused. No, no. I haven't heard of Monza. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a month? <laughs> But he was Stuff all right August. in Monza and qualifying. But that's I'll, it. I'll wait to hear it. I can't wait. No, honestly, you're going to love I'm it. I'm on tenterhooks. Those were the three times you thought, actually, Stroll, you know yeah. what? Maybe, but the rest of the time, no, I'm afraid. All those millions of miles of testing. He kind of got better and then got worse millions of dollars again. of testing. Yeah. Also, Kimi demanded a steering wheel. That was my favourite thing of the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favourite thing Better of the wheel. whole year. Better wheel. Hey! Hey! Get it wheel. <laughs> Matt Bryant said what exactly did I do that was dangerous driving I gained a whole new respect for Seb after that just fronting it out with no contrition a true great along with Senna Pross and Lewis it's the art of like what it wasn't me I didn't yeah. do anything wrong yeah. but he's been doing that for the last couple of races it's the so. shaggy manoeuvre I believe it's mm. well <laughs> July July is Phil's 44th birthday wait hang on and <laughs> who could ask for a better present than three Grand Prix and a live event in London and only one of those was massively dull we're looking at you Austria buck your ideas up so F1 were you at F1 Live were you there in, in well no because it was the British Grand Prix the next weekend I was going to the British Grand Prix it was in the evening time yep. oh right so you 
And so I thought, you know what, I'm going to see... I'm going to go to the Mediterranean, is that no, what you thought? No, I was just, I stayed at home in King's Langley, Hertfordshire. That's even worse oh. than Hamilton. They've got a good... Uh, Not even worse than Hamilton. It is worse. Shall I right. go into Central London to see Grand Prix? But I massively regret it, it looked awesome. Uh, it was well, a bit disappointing. At was least it? somebody on this panel went. Roving reporter, I was there. It you! Was... Of all the people, <laughs> you were the one who went. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was there, because I was working nearby. And, Remind um, us, was it lazy? Good? It was a bit, you know... Okay. I just find that anything we are surrounded with other people who like Formula One makes you re- realise that it's a it's a weird sport. <laughs> I'm literally realising it this evening. <laughs> that's why this podcast sounds so good. <laughs> that's why we can't get our listenership up. What have you been to a Grand Prix recently? I went to the 1991 British Grand Prix, and I haven't been to one since. <laughs> but that one was pretty. Spe- Chica, have or was you it been, have you been to any Grand Prix? I've never been to a Grand Prix. Wow. Is the main reason money? Jack, have yeah. you been to a Grand Prix? <laughs> but when did you first go to a Grand Prix? When was your first My first Grand memory? Prix was British Grand Prix qualifying of 1997 at oh, Silverstone. Yeah. Oh. When I, w- well, I was seven. And uh, <laughs> we just went for the qualifying day and then that was it. But after that, as a goober, I went to Silverstone 2004. As a what? Goober. Oh, wow. Is that, that what you like just like a just like a, a, a muggle, like, you know what I mean? Like a, like a, wow. um, I don't know what we're talking as about. A no, no, as a fan person, as not, I went to Silverstone. Oh, goobers! Oh, those cats! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, not someone with it. Just as a yeah, just as a Silverstone, Spa, Monza, Valencia, and oh, Melbourne. Valencia. Oh, yeah. oh well, again, the full experience. Honestly, it was the best Grand Prix I've ever been to. Well, because the whole family holiday is right by the beach. So, mum and sister to the beach, me and dad to the racetrack, heart of a beautiful city. Yeah, it was a terrible race. But if you're there, it's magnificent. We've had this conversation before when I was talking about Abu Dhabi. Now, Abu Dhabi oh, rarely has an interesting Oh, this race. was last weekend. You got This was last show, wasn't it? Rarely. You got in big... It's wonderful to work out. Isn't it? Wonderful. Yeah, I've Everything worked there and works. I've, and I've been there as a fan. <laughs> Everything works. Lovely. The Wi-Fi dull. works. You can get in and out really quick. It's not like the A43 at Silverstone. Oh, God. I mean, the that's, the, that's the thing they always say about the 1993 uh, Donington Grand Prix. <laughs> Great <laughs> Wi-Fi. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That was it. Oh, it was just like spectacular. It's very different going to a Grand Prix than it is watching it on telly because almost, I mean, possibly unless you're commentating on it, um, the actual Grand Prix is like the. the I was. It's the worst priority. part of the weekend. It's, it's the worst. The most boring part of the weekend is is the Grand Prix if you guys are a fan. Yeah, because no idea what's going on since they stopped doing fan vision at the track. Yeah, you have no idea what's going on. See, because I I went with uh, it was either ninety or ninety one, and it was the year that Nigel Mansell crashed out and then announced he was retiring. And he threw his gloves into the crowd as a kind of, this is my last thing. And I was stood right where he threw his gloves into the crowd, except my dad had said 10 minutes before, it's boring here, let's move. <laughs> so I was on the big screen going, but that's where we thats where we just were. I could have had a glove. Would that have changed your life, getting a Nigel Mansell glove? I'd have probably, I was quite a slight child. I'd have probably been beaten to an inch of my life for it. <laughs> so yeah, things could have worked out for the better. Been better yeah. <laughs> Austria. Boring. Boring. But uh, Hamilton did have a bit of a shitter in quali and only finished fourth and dropped 20 points behind Vettel. There is no way he can win this year. He I'm screwed intrigued it. to know screwed what happens next. <laughs> I don't know what that phrase means. Silverstone. <laughs> Hamilton, he's back. He is. Vettel got a puncture. Yeah, right towards the end. Mm. Drop right back. Hamilton cuts the gap to one point. But we more, were wrong. More importantly, then what did he do? He crowd surfed. Oh, that was actually the coolest, one of the coolest things. To looking at it, and he's crowd surfing. I was quite and it feels quite special. It's quite tingly, 
neck tingly because he doesn't seem to actually like the public. People you know? let him do that. Whoa! Yeah. Do, you, what do, you, do you don't think he likes the public? Well, no, no, no. Well, not just... doesn't like the public. I don't know who said that, but but, um, but you know he didn't come oh, to F1 like live, and uh, but I don't know. That's quite a brave thing to do. Yeah, because he was, it was he... the same in Mexico when he legged it back down the pit lane with all the track invading. Because there was you a bit of if a... you're famous, stay away from the public people. Well, yeah, he's not I doing mean, that in Brazil, is he? We're jumping ahead to Mexico, but I'm going to say it now. Did you see the guy in Mexico who was chasing <laughs> that fell over? Yeah. Fucking amazing. Yeah. But um, yeah, uh, it was Silverstone, a metaphor he, for Vettel's season. Silverstone was a bit weird to start with because he hadn't been to the F1 live event and everyone was like, oh, think he's too good for Silverstone, whatever it was, F1 yeah. live. And then, then yeah. he wins and jumps yeah. into the crowd and everyone's like, oh, he's like Princess mm. Diana. And there's me in a crowd, like just in Northampton in a pub going, hey, no one cares. Oh, was that with your competition winner? Uh, when was the conference? Yes. We don't talk about it. Oh, do we not? Oh, right. Okay, that didn't go well. That didn't go too well. Yeah. We Suffice to say, it was supposed to be a lovely day at the pub with lots of listeners. We and, just kind of um, forgot to organise it. It was like Kvyat's trophy. It, well, or I mean, your I mean, poll. We, yeah. we say we forgot to organise it. So All what, right. did, didn't, but there was a winner, wasn't there? There was a winner. There was an email chain, and eventually we're going to go for a drink sometime. I'm not sure. <laughs> Just too much pressure. I don't, I don't, I don't like the pressure. Hello, winner, if you're listening. What was Hi, I can't remember. Budapest. What happened in Budapest? Hamilton Vettel. was rubbish again. Yeah. Was that one of his off tracks? Well, he couldn't get past podium. Raikkonen, was he? And then he tried to get past Raikkonen. Why? Why couldn't he get well, past that was Raikkonen? The thi- well, uh, well, I think we're into a very deep conversation about aerodynamics, are we, and car design. But he couldn't get past Raikkonen uh, after he was like, let me at him, let me at him. And then he couldn't do it. And then he gave Bottas third right at the end. And, uh, so he didn't get a podium. Oh, that was the one oh, when we all said, "Oh well, that's if Hamilton loses the championship by three points, that would have been a really magnanimous thing to do." And Not knowing that Vettel's going to fuck it, and it's it's a moot point. Because that, that would have been a good but book that, to review the year on. Absolutely, but it's something that the Mercedes are really proud of that they did that. Really, oh, really yeah. proud. Like that they were able to. Like I, I'm not going to sound like a. But yesterday we asked that question to Toto Wolff, and he said. He said, yeah, the fact we can do that in the middle point of the season when there's no real pressure, but it shows how classy we are, basically, as a team. Didn't Ferrari do that quite a lot? But in the other direction. Yeah, in (laughs) only one, yeah, in only one, yeah. yeah. Um, We should remember that that was the race where Verstappen took Ricardo out, and Ricardo got the angriest I've ever seen Yeah. The smiling honey badger. Fucking sore loser, wasn't it? I think that was his phrase. Something like that. He shat in his shoe that night. <laughs> Still drank out of it. Um, Duresta was it. It was also Duresta, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bless him. Yeah. But going back to Ricardo and Verstappen, which is much more interesting than Duresta. <laughs> um, Duresta's shoes were too small. How can you gloss over that? That's not like a this. fact we heard on the TV coverage. I, I heard his, that, I heard his shoes that? were too small, so he was actually really hurting the whole Why race because his shoes was too surely, small. I mean, surely, all the things. Get over your shoes. <laughs> that's surely a man thing. of Duresta's experience has lots of racing shoes. Bless him. Since he last had a race, he's had a growth spurt. <laughs> <laughs> and you just don't know, do you? The problem is now I think it's true, but I <laughs> it's don't true. really... It's definitely okay, true. It's true. Yeah, so was this in qualifying as well? Well, I think <laughs> unless he lost his qualifying <laughs> shoes and put oh, his on. Well, I think you've got different. I think in qualifying, shoes. maybe you don't. See, no. now we're basing this on a thing that I'm pretty sure was I've, true, I've, but now I've I can't it. really it's remember. True. It's, it's true. true. So yeah, so qualifying, you do one lap and you go, oh, that was good. Happy days. Yeah, I know you're in. Th- I know you're. But in the yeah. race, it gets long. You're Paul depressed. Uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be, ah, a, you know, good. it's going to get smaller and smaller on your is, foot. Don't your feet you swell that? when it's hot? But you say that, but if I put on, say, my wife's shoes by mistake. <laughs> Hang on, where's Whoopsie. this going? <laughs> 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 I know it's pretty quickly. 
I don't need to do a qualifying lap to go, oh, I'm wearing heels. No, no, no. But do you ever wear Converse? No. I do. Well, you, when you wear Converse, <laughs> you put them on, you go, oh, I love Converse. You walk around for a denim, you go, they are, these com- are the I thinnest wish it, shoes. wish I had some Nikes. Yeah, or... or Hi, other, Nike, if you're listening. Other brands are available. You're not That's on the BBC, too much BBC now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, I love now. Nikes. Yeah. Can I have a Nike? But don't listen, but we'll we, we can maybe. buy you a pair. Uh, okay. <laughs> do, you like, do you like New Balance? <laughs> Suck my balls, honey. Okay. Uncomfortable <laughs> pause. <laughs> Come on. I'm new to this, so can we just be a little more gentle? Than that? Yeah. Well, it's um, okay. We, that, this, was the main, this was the main thing from, um, from Hungary, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, is, is Kevin Magnussen being a rock star. I'm, I don't know what I think also, about Kevin Magnussen. He cannot pull off being a rock star, you Can't know? he? No. I don't know what I make of him. He's, okay. He's got, he's got sleeve tattoos, which is cool. He told Hockenberg <laughs> to suck his balls, honey, That's cool. which is cool. Then he can be a bit of a dick on the track. I don't know it what was, it is. Isn't that cool? I don't it was know. the honey. For me, it was the honey that ruined it. But no, the honey wasn't true. Oh. Wasn't it? What? You know the honey wasn't true. It sounded like it. What did he say? No, I know. It was mate. What? Honestly, so the, what was the race what? after Hungary? Wherever it was, was the uh, biggest Belgium. argument in the world. Belgium. And a journalist, I think it might have been a chap called Chris Medland. He was convinced that he didn't say honey. He said mate. And he asked him in the press conference, did you say honey or mate and Magnuson was like oh mate and then so there we go of course you'd say mate after that you'd, of course yeah in the like, spur of the moment I didn't darling. say honey I didn't say darling I know <laughs> but I, it was, it was, I was crestfallen when I found out that apparently that's not the truth I'm on the internet we're going to use producer Matt as an independent arbiter of what uh-huh. Kevin Magnuson oh, is like, saying it's like Norris McWhirter's coming exactly it's definitely honey <laughs> oh. no, I, no I, I, I'm just saying that's what I hear honey as well it's like that is, right. the, is it well, black and gold or blue and red that dress thing but Kevin yeah, Magnuson said he said mate no, that's, no that, there's different there that's like me saying that dress I wore <laughs> that it was definitely red you're it's going again. no it was gold it was gold it's definitely red he says he said mate yeah but he didn't say mate because we have evidence of him not saying mate there's no one listening to that going Oh yeah, he said, mate. He definitely said, honey. I'm just offering. I'm just. Saying. I, feel, I feel like we're getting off track. No, this is the perfect track to be on. You yeah. can't remember what happened in any of the fucking races. This is exactly <laughs> yeah. what this podcast yeah, exactly. is about. <laughs> Who won Hungary? I don't yeah. even. No one gives a shit. Uh, what, what do we care Fettel about? Won it. Oh, thing. Yeah, um, uh, what do you make of Kevin Magnuson? He. Uh, I first spoke to him when he was doing British Formula Three back in 2011. Oh. He's obviously the son of a former F1 mm. driver, another one. Jan, you might say, yeah, yeah. who uh, had a had a fairly shite spell with Stewart uh, in the 1990s. I think and Stewart I had a shite spell with Stewart. Did they win a race? I can't remember. Yep, anyway. 1999. Uh, it was Johnny Herbert who won it. Damn it. <laughs> Barrichello got their first podium in 97 at Monaco. That's what I meant. Yeah. Anyway. Do you want to say that now? No, no, it's fine. I don't, I don't want the credit. Okay, fine. Uh, but didn't Ruiz Barrichello get their first... <laughs> Podium, exactly. Kevin yeah. Magnuson. He's all. Uh, he's. Uh, he was exciting. You don't like him. Just feel. I don't like the way he behaves on the racetrack. I've got to say, oh. I don't like the way he. I don't like the way he behaves. There's so a reason Hulkenberg, who I like Hulkenberg. There's a reason Hulkenberg came up to him and said, because the reason he told him to suck his balls was because Hulkenberg said, "Oh, you're the most unsporting man." driver on the racetrack ever. It's a ever. bit of a bit of a shitty way of saying it. it oh, I'm giving you this award for the most it's a bit sorry. It wasn't it was uh, it wasn't super classy from Hulk, but I agree with the principle that he was putting across. True. So there we go. I think I think there's a thing that doesn't actually get across in interviews or coverage these days is that it is still very dangerous. You can hurt someone 
very well, badly. Well, it's not that long since yes, since fatal things happened. But even so, that that wasn't like driver aggression against each other. I mean, you can, you if you're if you're a, but a it shows aggressive, what can happen yeah, in if you're cars. an aggressive driver, you can actually hurt or kill someone. So there is a kind of a level there that I, I feel that doesn't get addressed these days because it hasn't happened for a long time. So I think that's yeah, that's why Hulk was uh, pissed off. That wasn't funny, was it? <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Fucking, fucking hell. This is why I don't try and do the serious stuff. Okay, so this has gone on a lot longer than we expected. So uh, we're going to have to break this podcast into two parts. Plus, there is going to be a quiz and some other stuff. And also, Terry... My Queen speech. So if you want to listen to the second part, you can download it off our website now. Or make sure you subscribe to our podcast. And you should be subscribed already. And you should be. Why are you not subscribed? So download part two now. No, right now. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.